Pantone Colour of the Year has just been announced as Living Coral. It's a gorgeous, vibrant colour that doesn't appear that often in nature, although you will see it on my favourite flower, which is Japanese azaleas. It's a colour I adore. So why do I think that Pantone's choice was wrong? Hello and thank you for joining me, Philippa Richard, on the Enriching Design podcast, talking about how design can make homes and cities better for people and better for the planet. Every year, for about the past 20 years, Pantone's Institute, and they are a specialist colour maker, have issued a colour of the year. What they do is they have researchers who go out and look at trends and things in the market, look at colours coming up, look at things like films and so on to come up with some kind of analysis of a colour that they think will reflect the mood of what's coming up in the upcoming year. So this year they've gone for this bright, vibrant coral. Clearly they think we all should have some vibrancy and optimism, we all need a bit of a lift. That feels fairly accurate. Now, I love this colour. I tend to like these kind of crisp, vibrant, warm colours like gold and turquoise and limey greens. And coral is one of my favourites. I don't have lots of clothes in it, but frankly, I would if the shop sold more. And my very first sofa that I bought was in a rich, deep coral colour. I'd seen some curtain fabric that I really loved. And so I bought the sofa in a colour to match the curtains. And then I never actually afforded buying the curtains. But I still loved that sofa. And every time I looked at the colour of it, I would just want to smile. So... I think this colour can have that kind of effect on some people, but it's not going to have that effect on everyone. My problem with the Pantone Colour of the Year is that colour is something that is very personal and subjective. And if you look over the past 20 years, the Pantone colours they've chosen rarely reflect what most people would ever class as being their favourite colour. Now, I think that colours have certain qualities to them. I would tend to class colours either as softer or more vibrant, and also whether they are warm or cool. These are broad brush categories, but they tend to kind of work for most people and for most colours. And the thing is, what you... What I found through my experience working with people is that people tend to prefer colours that have a certain quality. So they might like warm and vibrant colours or warm and soft colours. They might like cool, vibrant colours. And by picking only one colour per year, Pantone is kind of only ever going to be fitting on the whole the needs of one group of people. 
there's actually a theory and some supporting research that was done. Um, it's called the Wright theory. The lady called Angela Wright, and she classified colors into certain groupings. And if you've come across seasonal color analysis, so where they put it into spring, summer, autumn, winter, I think her work, largely speaking, ties in with that. And she suggested that people would prefer colors from each of these palettes if you put the colors into a certain palette. Now, a university then did some research using her theories. And for example, some of the tests they did was they would present people with a little picture of five colors and they would maybe choose all five from the same palette. And then they would do another one where one of the colors would be switched out from a different palette. And they asked people which of those images were more harmonious. And the results were fairly clear. People preferred the collections, the palettes, where everything was from the same category. I suspect, and I don't think they went into it, but if they'd actually asked people as well to choose which was their favorite palette each time, you would probably find that there was some consistency there. If the market and the manufacturers are going to largely follow Pantone's recommendation, they're all going to be producing products that are only going to appeal to one section of the population. And colour is very personal and emotional. We react at quite a, a gut level to colour. And we should be choosing colours that talk to our heart and our emotions, even if they're not fashionable. So the problem for me is that by Pantone only having one colour, you're limiting people's ability to actually buy into something that is really going to feel good to them. So personally, I think that Pantone should have a, an umbrella color and then come up with maybe four variations. So they could have said this year's color is coral and they could have had the living coral as one of them. They could have had a softer, more subdued peachy tone. They could have had a darker, more vibrant reddish one and a, a softer, gentler, more pinky one. You know, they could come up with variations to try and encompass those different qualities of the cool and the warm, the soft and the vibrant. So you still have an overall theme, but you actually have something that people can then relate to at a more emotional level. So I'd love to hear your opinions on whether the living coral that Pantone have chosen is one of your favorite colors, or actually if for you it's just too much. It certainly seems to be one of those Marmite colors looking at the comments at the moment. People seem to either love it or hate it. So let me know what you think of it. Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to the Enriching Design podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and be sure to head over to digonhome.com and join the email list and our Facebook group 
for personal updates and access to special offers.